Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Welcome back. It's great to have you with us. Today is um, a little bittersweet, but exciting at the same time. We are we're recording our last interview for season one. Season two is coming right back behind this, so you won't have much of a wait. We're going to drop season two early January, first week of January 2019. We'll be right back in your ear giving you more information. We can't wait. It's going to be an amazing show. By the way, I'm not alone. You got Vince here. And Art. <laughs> and and, and, build it, as and we wanted to we wanted to come back for this last episode of this season with the core team. Um, but there's a member of the core team you have never met. <laughs> my man Waheed. He's responsible for this dope ass sound you hear every week, consistently, week after yep, week, yep. this crazy quality. 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 And that's Waheed with DRS Studios right here in Roswell, Georgia. Yes, sir. Holla at him, Waheed. Tell him a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. Yeah, thanks, brothers, for allowing me to, to be on the show. It's Best such an sound honor. engineer in the game, baby. <laughs> thank you. I'll thank you. Thank you. I'll be trying to tell these fools, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, really appreciate the opportunity uh, for your business, but also just the relationship that we're building. No and, doubt. And being able to just use this platform, use the studio along with your platform to just touch other, touch the world, you know, and yeah. get this word out. So really this is why he's going to be with us all day today, this whole show. So he's going to be jumping in with his own thoughts and comments and yep, it's going to be another, out with us. another yeah, great oh yeah. show. We're going to yeah. end the season. Well, <laughs> yes. we're just going to have some fun today. We have a little structure, yeah. but, uh, you know, not too much. We're going to end this right and tease you a little bit with season two. We've got some amazing episodes coming your way. We're talking living with HIV. We're going to talk a little health and wellness. We're going to go into storytelling and music while black. We're going to have an amazing guest for that one. I can't tell you who it is yet. And I'm really excited. We're going to have one of the largest slave-owning families in history in the building to talk about the impacts of slavery and bring some news about how we can get closer to who we are. So all in all, season two is going to be amazing as hell. Please stay with us. Please keep sharing. Please keep paying attention. Hit our social media up. It's all in the description. Shoot us an email, wildblackpodcast at gmail. And do us a favor. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Let us know what you thought of some of these episodes. If you got a topic or a guest that you want us to talk about, please send that our way. Yep, because we are listening. We are paying attention to that. We are actually on these social medias, and we appreciate the hell out of you for that. But let's jump into the show. Let's jump into this wild black shit. Yeah. Let's do it. 
So, Waheed and Art, you go to the first question. Waheed, I'm going to throw this to you first. The Last Dragon or Breaking? Which is the better movie? Wow, the better movie. The Last Dragon, is that Bruce Lee? Bruce Leroy. <laughs> oh, Bruce Leroy. Leroy. Okay, I knew it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show enough. Yeah, show enough, yeah. Uh, the Last Dragon, or what was the other one? Breaking. I have to go with Breaking, brother. I have to go with Breaking because, you know, I'm from Boston, and um, when the whole hip-hop thing came up, right? you know, I, I'm not from the Bronx. I wasn't in the Bronx when when it started in the 70s, but I I, I was affected by it in the 80s. I feel that. And I remember how watching Breaking, and I was breakdancing already, you know, and um and watching that movie, we was trying to emulate all that stuff. And I when I was a kid, I was, you know, we were pulling out the linoleum and the cardboard. And yeah, I was we had, asking, we had begging that cardboard in the street, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, I was begging my father, because we was tearing up cardboard, but I was like, yo, I need some linoleum, dad, I need linoleum, you know, like, it's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. Fuck are you guys are you fucking up my floors for? and shit? Linoleum is for, you know, Laying down on some floors. He didn't know anything about that stuff, yeah. you know. So that that really resonates with me. It brings back a lot of childhood memories, actually, when you brought up Breaking. Man, that's one of my favorite movies. But I, I can't front. The Last Dragon was it for me, man. Mm -hmm. Bruce Leroy. I remember that shit. That shit was dope. Yeah. I thought I had the glow. Bruce Leroy. <laughs> yeah. Show, Show enough. enough. Yeah. Who's the master? Right. Yeah, who's the like master? Like, mine, I, I can't even. It's, mine is... is, is Right there, a hundred percent. You know, I, karate. <laughs> so check it out. As a, as a shorty, though, I had an anger management issue. So I was all about. Did you think you were showing off? Oh man, I, I was. Like, my, <laughs> hey, if you if you went to my parents' house, I got a whole man plethora of of martial arts trophies that I won in tournaments. So I was all about Bruce Leroy, baby. That was. Man, was you the, the Afro man. Ninja? Oh man, I was in there. I was in there, man. I had so many little moves I had, man. I, I Yeah. Listeners, if you have a second, go hit up YouTube, type in Afro Ninja, and watch this brother with the uh, the nunchucks. That's that's art. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all hadn't seen it, go check, check it, it out. I promise you're going to die laughing. Mm-hmm. All right. Art, this one's for you. This one's a special one for you. Oh, here we go. If your grandma was creating a profile on Black People Meet, Grandma. And Black for whatever reason, you had to create her profile. What would you name it? See, see, Vince, this is why that's a crazy ass question. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Vince. Yo, thanks for not giving yo, me that yo, bullshit. Right, yo, <laughs> you're right. Some bullshit. Yo, Grandma? Yeah. No, I could I would say, Grandma, what you doing? Like you can't you can't even create no profile of black people meet. I would have to explain why that would not be <laughs> appropriate. Uh and I would not do it. I would shut her internet access down for <laughs> I would put her on probation for about two months because obviously she's trying to do something she'll need to be doing as my grandma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So So I, you can I, hold grandma back from love. She I'm gets no love. Look, literally none. <laughs> like none from, from from black people meet. She ain't getting nothing off the internet. Mm-mm. It ain't gonna happen. I can't do it. I can't support her in that quest. He shut the question down. Yeah. Like, uh, uh ain't, even, ain't even going down. Like, the, it did. was too, it was too crazy of a question. I was like, my grandma. Oh, that would be crazy. I was hoping you was gonna say crazy. something like, my banana pudding is the best. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sweet potato right. pie is amazing. Mm -mm. Nope, I ain't going for it. It would be something crazy like, uh, my potato salad is on top. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
Nope, we ain't even doing it. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Can't do it. But you know what? Though I got, I got a, I got a good kind of three step or three part question. I'm gonna start right. with. I'm gonna start with Wahid real quick. We getting, we getting complex. Yeah. Three steps to wild yeah, black it's, shit. It's, it's, I know. It's, it's easy, Com- complexity, but easy. Right. Um, Biggie or Tupac? Oh yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate <laughs> softball, that. Softball, softball shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm gonna hit this out the park. Actually, it's gonna come your way probably because. You fright in front of me, but uh, I definitely got to go with Tupac, man. Why? Why Tupac over Biggie? Well, one, I, I, I really resonate with Tupac's personality, his his outgoing personality, his just bigger than life persona. I'm just feeling that because he was always himself. Like I know he grew up, you know, he was humble. He grew up everything, you know. I mean, we all know the stories of Pac, how he came up, but he kind of eventually found himself, but I, I, I really like how um, he came like around full circle before, you know, coming closer to the end of his life where his, his physical life, but uh, where he was just, you know, he went through his stages. He was, he was political. He was, you know, wild, but after he got locked up, you know, he came out with death row. He was wilding out, you know, but he, even though he went through these different stages that we were able to actually witness and listen to the lyrics, they all they were dope. They were yeah. dope. He, his style, his style kind of changed. He talked about all kinds of braggadocious, you know, more material and mm-hmm. pop. He went pop, but it was it was still dope and raw, man. And it affected me personally more than Biggie. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I mean, I like Biggie. I ain't gonna trip. If I didn't like Biggie, I'd be like, nah, he's whack. But I like them both. But I get the the, yeah. the comparison. But I have to say, Pac, man, got you. Pac reminds me okay. of me. That's why I'm I'm with Wahid on that one, bro. For me. Biggie was a, a hell of a storyteller, right? He could his the beat was the beat was crazy. The, his lyrical flow was insane. The lyrics were dope. A picture. But when I think about like who I am and the shit that I'm after, Tupac told the kind of stories that just sat on me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like point blank, Tupac would be a wild black supporter. Right, you're talking about Biggie would too. Changes, Brenda's got a baby, like all oh, yeah. all the joints that he put yeah. out, the message he put out. He 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 would wild out. He he was in those streets, but he was still conscious. Like Always he had the message. He right. Yeah. He had it all at the same time. You like, Biggie was dope. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, but I'm a rocker pop. What I about feel, you? I feel, I'm I'm all about Biggie. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Yes, yeah. I got you. I mean, yeah. that shit was dope. I mean, I'm definitely up, up top. Kicking the door, <laughs> four, four, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. style is more Biggie. Uh, I feel you. I, I, I love Biggie, but but honestly, I I, I kind of tease that out as a softball question, but it's really not a softball question. It's really, it's really not because everybody really, got an opinion on that. Correct, yeah. and honestly. With those two iconic figures in our community as black people, it's not really a right or wrong answer. No, right. It's not. Like, like there's nobody that I ever talk to that says, "Man, I like, uh, I like Pac and Biggie whack, or right. I like Biggie yeah. and Pac whack." Yeah. I no, both no, 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 no. I fucks with both of them. Yeah. Yes, yes. They both have an amazing style that's unique to how they grew up. It's yeah, unique exactly. to their story. It's unique to how they live their life. And, and those are two two amazing artists. And I should have said that. I love them both. <laughs> Equally. Yeah, I yep, mean, I really yep. do. They both affected my life. Yep. And it, it, it's like, how, who do you gravitate more towards? Right, that's right. That's, that's really kind of how that question plays out. So now, I hear you giving Biggie one more chance. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know, but no, I, I feel you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I give hey, you one so this is the second part of the question. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to change it up a little bit because cause it was going to be easy when I was going to say Kanye versus Jay-Z. Right. But that's that's too easy. Right. Like, everybody conscious here, so it would easily be Jay-Z. How about right. Nas and Jay-Z? Oh, I have oh. to go with Nas. Ooh. I'm Nas. I'm Nas. I'm Nas. He came out the gate real quick no, on that one, no, didn't he? He did. Okay. I'm, he I'm did. Nas. I'm Nas. I'm Nas to the end. What you think about his last album? I didn't even hear it, man. I thought you was Nas to the end. What mm-hmm. the hell? You know what? I know I am, but you know, you know, I do this for a living, mm. and Fair. I don't the hip hop thing. I just don't. I don't fuck with hip hop no more. Like I, I mean, the old, all that, the lost tapes and yeah, oh, Nas oh, and oh, yeah, all that. So you yeah. with the old shit? I got yeah. You. Now yeah. I'm sure. I, I mean, I can't knock. I'll never knock Nas. I mean, Nas is one of those kind. It's like Ice Cube. When I remember when I oh Ice Cube coming or NWA's coming out record or Ice Cube's dropping something. It's like you don't need to hear it. Right. Before you'd like, you you already you got, let me, let me, let me, let me hear your tape. You you just, I just bought the new Ice Cube album. Okay, let me hear it. Then I'm mm-hmm. going to buy it. No, he uses no. You know what yeah. I mean? I, so, the Nas was like that. He's dropping the record. I bought You're going the to get it no matter what. When I, uh, let's see, the last Nas dropped the, what was it called? Nigga? Or, and I, um. It, it, it started there. I remember think the nigga, changed, remember I the nigga no one that yeah. was. Yep. Um, that yeah. was the last one I bought from him, and I heard he come like, finally coming out with a new one. I just copped it. It was dope. That was a dope record. I like. Okay, it. I liked it. But I, I go with Nas. Okay, Nas. I mean that's that is that's a t- that's a tougher one than Biggie and Jay Z to yes, me. Sir. So, but like I guess the way I would answer oh, Biggie it is, and Tupac. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Biggie Tupac. The way I would probably answer that one is, I'd almost split it like based on time. So I would go like present day. The last last couple of years, I have to give it to I have to give it to Jay because mm-hmm. he you know he's flipped up his message. It, it wasn't just rapping about you know big pimp and spinning cheese anymore. He he was talking some dun, shit. Dun, 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 <laughs> you know, dun, 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 dun. yeah. His last <laughs> album, he had like message after message after message after message after message, like building black wealth, like investing in shit. Yeah, like, he 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 got A me billy. with that. Exactly. What's better than one billion Two. dead? Two? Yeah. <laughs> what? But then when I, when I go back a couple of years know. ago, probably before I matured as much, Jay-Z was still dope, but I was, I was Nas. Like I, st- I still believe Ether was the better was the better diss track. Oh, for sure. Come on, man. Right. That's, that's just where I am. Who, who are y'all? But look at Art's face. Who are y'all? <laughs> Who you did a y'all? whole season with us, like yeah. You didn't know what was happening. Y'all? Yeah, y'all, y'all are throwing me off this, today. All right, what's your thoughts, bro? It's it's so these are not softballs. Nah. Like they these these artists have influenced and shaped our culture, and yeah. they continue to do it like consistently. So, um, me, my personal pick, and I I, I, I agree with both of y'all. It, they both are great artists. Yeah. I gravitate more towards Jay-Z just because of Jay-Z's, the totality of who Jay-Z is, what he's accomplished, what he's done, how he's been able to move, and then he's still putting out dope music. And it I don't feel stop. you that. And I ne- feel it never fell off. Never. Never it, fell it, off. He could drop an album right now and it would shut everything down. Like he could drop one Unless right his wife dropped one, then he could yeah, shut yeah, down. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> it, would be a, it would be a close one and two. All right, I get you that. But, but... That's still coming into the to the Carter household. Exactly. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. 
For centuries they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. So I'm like, you still winning. Like you still winning. Like you you have you have figured out how to win on levels that are beyond just you. Like you you've incorporated a, a powerful wife. Like Boy. Oh my God! I like, didn't know you was taking it that deep, though. Oh, it like, gotta be. It gotta, be. It gotta be. Oh yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell, I, mean, I, I, I should have known. Shit, this is right. wild black. I should have <laughs> known. <laughs> you know, it gotta be. Yes, yes, <laughs> but, yes, but, yes. But yeah, I feel you. Like for an entrepreneur and oh, you man. know, just his reach. Comprehensively, you know, I mean, yes, his hands down. Yeah, Jay-Z. I would have to say, Jay Z. If you want to break it down like that, yeah. lifestyle, businessman, you know. Oh, Jay Z, sure. hands down. Un- oh, for under sure. Under that context, no, 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 no. music, but, but, right. but as like far you as gotta, but, everything together, right? Yeah. Building it out, Jay Z. But but take no no take nothing from Nas. Nas yeah. is a great artist, um, and he's made some great moves too. So so yeah. All right, one more last last piece. Uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, versus who y'all think I'm gonna say? Bette Midler. I don't fuck with Kendrick, so I don't know. Oh, so, shit, you don't fuck with Kendrick? Uh, I know, easy, I, no matter I know who I'm you rubbing say. some people the wrong way now, but I just, oh. I'm not feeling him, man. I'm just not. But go ahead, Snoop. I don't know what you're going to say, man. Who you got? Lamar, oh. So, you, you, you going J. Cole? All this new shit I don't fuck with, man. Right. I fuck with my own artists, you know? I, I was going to do Kendrick <laughs> and J. Cole. Like, they got a, they got a West Coast style. And that's a that's a that's tough a, one too. Yes, yes. Because I fucks with both of them hard. I, I will say this. I will say this. Maybe, maybe Kendrick gets too futuristic with some of his stuff from a production standpoint. Maybe, mm-hmm. right? Because like, and it's still crazy to me because all the music he had in Black Panther, the whole right. The whole, mm-hmm. he, I loved it the... in Black Panther, but I can't play it in my car. Yeah. <laughs> right, it, I don't. I just. I mean, like it, it feels great, yeah. but I can't play it in my car. Right. But you go back to anything he did before. I agree with that. I was rocking everything. Mm-hmm. But J Cole, man, some of his stuff. What well, love yours? Love yours is like my theme. Yeah. Well, he, he's just. Listeners, if you don't know love yours, go listen to that shit right now. From start to finish, it is a message. I gonna lie, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out. I, I can't even answer that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm shutting down. Got you. We already know. We already know what Waheed <laughs> yeah. right? is. That's an easy one. I'm over here eyeing this brother's wallet. Um, Vince's wallet is looking kind of heavy and chunky over there with all them credit cards. <laughs> this is the dad wallet. I know, right. yo, brother. I hope you don't put that in your back pocket, man. I can't, you you got to see the compact. That, that got to go in your bag, bro. That got to go in your bag. That's a bag wallet. I got the official dad wallet that shit going is on. That's chunky over there, man. <laughs> Real talk, it's probably an inch and a half thick. That's crazy. Sorry, man. I, 
Mm-mm, not real. Check, yeah. <laughs> hey, I threw that. I, we threw that one out there just because at Wild Black, uh, it's all about you know education, but it's all about fun too. Yeah. And we know everybody listens to music. Yeah, and those artists, all those artists, got a hell of a lot of consciousness associated to what they do and the craft that they have, and they've influenced the culture yeah. for for quite some time. And there's some newcomers too, so. You know, y'all get y'all music game up. Those are great artists y'all need to check out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it just feels good to sit here and look at y'all like this, man. Usually, I'm sure y'all looking at the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of cool, man. That's why yeah. I observed the wallet. I'm like, yo, this is, I like this, man. This is, this is well, cool, look, man. Before we move on, I'm going to ask one more in that same vein. Cool. Just out of fun. Yeah. We, we going, we're going again, music. Okay. Jay Prince or Diddy? Oh, man, you're taking it there. Right? That's This is a good season finale right here. <laughs> I mean, because you're talking about both of them, like, real heavy hitters in damn, music. Damn, brother. And, you know, now, Jay Prince was more quiet behind the scenes, but folks knew him, created Scarface, the Ghetto Boys, like, classic, classic R&B pillars. Yeah. And then you know what Diddy's done. Yeah, Diddy, Diddy, shit. All you got to do is, is so, if you don't know Diddy, uh, this generation is Ciroc. Like, Ciroc is killing it. And it's a new, it's a new Ciroc, like a Blackberry joint that's about to come out. Mm. It's about to hit Atlanta in November. Um, that's a, that's a, that's <laughs> not an easy one at all because, like, they both have been so influential to the game. You lose either one of them, the culture is not the same. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's dramatically shifted, right? Yeah. So you can't, you can't. I think you got a time dimension that you got to think about when you, yeah. when you come to them. Yeah, that's what so you got. Talking. You got yeah. Jay Prince that that he is There's more no foundational. Diddy without Jay Prince. Correct. That's true. Like he foundational. Like he he. So if we if we talking steps, he step zero, step one. Mm-hmm. Diddy like step one, step two. For the listeners, Jay Prince is who put folks like Master P on. Yeah, Cash Money on. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for right all the sounds of the South. The Everybody South, out of yeah. Atlanta originated from Jay Prince. He literally had hands in creating most of your favorite rappers today. Absolutely. And if you look at his, if if you Google him and you see his interview, and he's going like the latest interviews, he's going to talk about what he did to help Drake understand what was happening exactly as it relates to him and that beef that he had. With Pusha like, he exactly. overcame that, and he's still grinding in the game. In in doing well and then then to come to some smallness that was happening with the beef. Yeah. So, woo, I, that's I can't, tough. There's, there's no choice you know what? on that one. I won't even make nobody answer because that's, there's no choice that's on that definitely one. impossible. Yeah. And I, and I, you, I got you, love you for Puff, too. you a historian in the game. Right. You can't, you yeah, can't. yeah, yeah, I got love for Puff and I got love for Prince. It's tough, And, right? and like you said, it's two different eras and there was no social media back then. Right. There was, it was albums, you know, you still right. have to go to the album store. You'd go to like Strawberries, or you go to, you know, Tower Records. You'd have to buy records back then. Yeah, and still and you'd have to read and read. Yeah, right. Prince, yeah. Jay Prince did it before labels were even fucking with us. Oh yeah, he was the probably. Right. The, I I I don't know for sure, but I really believe he was the first. The only person who pioneer. I know came before him was Luke, and that was a different uh, yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, different yeah, thing. Yeah, Miami and that's base, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We should invite Jay Prince to watch. Man, I would, I would fucking love that. Yeah, yeah. shit. Well, we. You're definitely on the way. Yes, sir. You know, he'll respect yes. the shows to, to come on like that. Yes, so, sir. But great question. Who just raised that? You? 
great question, bro. It just hit me. I was like, that's, 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 that's a tough one. And Puff is crazy dope, but you know, you know, Puff like built his, the, well, not the beginning, but like when he started blowing up, he, he was just trying to build it, you know, like model himself after Russell Simmons, you know? Exactly. But Jay Prince, I mean, you could see that too in Puff. You yeah. Know? But Prince was just, just trailblazing. Pioneer. Who taught right. him? Foundation. You know, geez, right. just old school, you know, geez. Players. Exactly. That's just pure the street gangster. Straight gangster. Game. Yeah. Pure organic game. Like comes out of. Yeah. Out but of he that. had education too. Matter of yeah. fact, and he has a book out. Does. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, Jay Prince has a book out. Um, I would love. I'll check it. Let me know what that, that is. Because, yeah, it, I, was, I was trying to find it earlier. Cool. While Art's looking up that book, we're going to we'll get back to business. So. We always have a literary piece, and today is no different. We gotta hit the the what's your f- uh, the last kind of signature question? Oh shit, you right? Yeah, we can't we can't forget okay. that. We absolutely, can't that for us. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll ask you first, brother. It's on. So let me hit you with our signature question on Wild Black. All right, brother, what is it that you love most about life while black? Man, it's so easy for me. <laughs> um, it's our resilience uh, or our resiliency. Right. So, uh, however you want to kind of frame that. But if, if like, I, I, I work in an industry that, that, that gets problems everywhere you look, day in and day out, it's problems. Right. My motivation is there's no greater problems than the problems that I see every day just being a black man. Right. And it becomes easy for us to understand what we can overcome, which is anything. Like, there's nothing that any of us that's listening to this podcast cannot overcome. There's no problem that we can't figure out what the solution is to. So our resiliency is is, is my, like, that's the thing I love about being black. Like, like our journey of becoming African-Americans or black people or Negroes or whatever you want to say has been a journey that we got a history that is is built on struggle and progress and us being great as people and us figuring out that, hey, we've been great for a long time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is like, that's why I love being black. Like, it, it it's not an easy journey for us. Like, life ain't easy. Life has been a struggle, but we know how to handle it. Right. We know how to actually build upon it. We know how to grow. That's what I love about being black. I love that it's not easy. I love that it's it's we get to we get the opportunity to use what our ancestors have given us mm, that right. they've built on their back, and we just build it from there. And we get better. We improve. We we continuously improve. We continuously get better. That's man. I I, I shit. I love that. I don't want anything that's easy. I'm cool with. I'll pass on that easy shit. I like shit that's difficult. That's hard. That's a problem. That's a challenge. And black people, that's what we do. We 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 know how to do that. So that's what I love about being black. I like that. Oh, I'll jump in. For me, man, it's actually a similar answer to yours. It is our ability to innovate. And I, I just think yes. historically, we have continually innovated. Like even if you go all the way back to slavery, right? We innovated and created our own cuisine from the scraps that were left over from the master's table, so to speak, all the way up to, I can tie it to uh, the Jay Prince question, right? All the way to him. And the fact that his hustle, his grind led to this innovation of an entire industry, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He created like, for the most part, Southern rap. He built a a, a road when he didn't even have a bulldozer. There was nothing but land and trees. He blocked, he knocked all that down 
and created legacy that's still breathing and feeding others today mm. up to like what, what you see happening right now. Like yep. President Obama. I mean, look, look at the news where we're constantly being beat up and beat down and still winning. Like we're still finding a way to, to win or find joy or smile. So I think that innovation leads right to that resilience you were just talking about. I love it. I mean, you know what? Big it's time. funny. We should we should have a we should have an episode, Obama versus Trump. <laughs> That'll be a fucking KO. It would probably first round knockout. I was that's what I was gonna say. How can that you, be that's like easy. Mike Tyson fifteen second fight? But you know what? Right? It's it will be great for us to actually outline why. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So people can yeah. actually understand what the difference is because some people may not know all the great shit that Obama did for us or for for us meaning people in general, and then exclusively looking at African-Americans. But yeah. Like the fact that the Affordable Health Care Act and Obamacare are the same fucking thing. It's the same <laughs> thing. And people don't understand people don't how know. it actually... Some people don't know that? No. No. Wow. And it's so and funny. They and they don't know how it actually impacts them. Mm. Like, what's happening impacts them. Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember if it was Jimmy Kimmel. It was one of the, na- one of the late night hosts... And then uh, and there was also a show on BET where they went onto the street and they just interviewed random people. And they said, same person, what do you think about the Affordable Health Care Act? And it was positive this, positive that. And they turned around and asked the same person, Obamacare. what do you think about Obamacare? And it was hilarious oh, yeah, to hear I remember that. the differences in their answers for mm-hmm. the same fucking thing. Yeah, we got to give big ups to, to like, w- one thing we're going to start doing too in... in Season two is, Season two, is giving these big ups to African Americans. Absolutely. In comparison to Absolutely. people that's not African American or people uh, of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Resiliency. We got the innovation. That's key. Yeah. Innovation's big. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, what's yeah. your thing? <laughs> well, uh, I think the first thing is just melanin. It's a blessing to be able to have melanin. Now, we're not the only race that has melanin, but I just think that. We got the it's most. It's such don't a we? blessing. It's such a blessing. <laughs> well, and even how you know through through um, uh, you know generations, how you can it can get darker or lighter, but it's always there. Right. And what I like about it is some from a scientific, from you know the the creator, the universe, is that how no matter if it's darker or lighter. You still got it. It's you still, still there. got that creative right. gene, you know, because like you said, you're still hella resilient, 100% resilient, 100% creative, you know, whatever it is, you know. But I think for me, you know, I'm, I've been blessed with, I've been extremely blessed, um, but uh, I'm just now realizing that it, and, and getting like late 30s, early 40s is really just realizing how blessed I am. That's a true story. Yeah. So blessed that, like I, kind of feel like I wasted a lot of my life man. I because I didn't know the what time. the hell to do. Like, I could yeah. do everything really good, you know? It's like you had to figure it out, though. Yeah. Like, you had to, you didn't get the blueprint. Like, we, mm-hmm. we, that's a, I think that's a people of color thing. Like, we didn't get a blueprint. No. Mm-hmm. We had to figure shit out along the way, yeah. which which is, is a part of the struggle, which right. is a part of the resiliency, which is a part of the innovation, which yeah. is a part of that's it. the whole grind and, and the melanin that's in us that mm-hmm. makes us great. Yeah. But so, so, so melanin, I mean, it's just beautiful to just have color, you know? So, like, you know, y- y'all brothers are darker than me, but it like mm-hmm. it looks like, I don't know if it's the lighting, but it looks like um, Vince is a little bit darker than Art. Mm-hmm. I don't I think so, but it could just be the lighting. And right. y'all can see I'm lighter than y'all. Melanin is melanin. 
That's right. Mm -hmm. It's still it's still one hundred. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Still there. Um, so I, I like that. And I like being able to look different than other people, man. I'm so glad I don't look like average. Right. Whatever average is, but I know I don't look average. And yeah. and I like, well, and like my man said, the power in the skin. Amen. There's a power. There's a definitely Mac. a power Shout to, Mac. to Mac. Shout out, Mac. Because it was real and genuine when he said there is a power in the skin. And when I was younger, I was I had an inferiority complex because... No one taught me all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. The stuff I, the, what I, what I'm talking right now on this mic, no one was kicking this stuff to me. Right. Or explaining things. But so I would, and I grew up, you know, in a predominantly Caucasian, like I went to, I was the only black kid in the Caucasian, in, in the school, gotcha. you know, in yeah. several schools. I say I moved around. That's a whole nother story mm -hmm. on a psychological, uh, growing up yeah. with the color of the skin psychologically. Yeah. But, um, because I didn't know. I wasn't taught any knowledge of self. I didn't know I was the original people. I didn't know, you know, all that stuff. But because you're growing up like, hey, you know, you're a slave. You come from slave, you know, in the school. You know, this you're learning their history. Right. And it's like right. that. Now, now like I'm feeling forget. inferior. Yeah, yeah they, right. they forget to add the, the mm -hmm. kings and queens. Oh, yeah. And, right. and civilizations yeah, everything. that are built yeah. in the pyramids. Everything. Everything. Things people. that still can't yeah. be explained to this day were built yeah. by people with a hell of a lot of melanin in their skin. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm rambling, but the, the thing with, for sure is melanin. I mean, I'm just so, that's one thing I love about being black is having that color. And, um, and the, the power that comes with the color in the DNA, you know, and, um, the creativity mm -hmm. and, uh, and the power that you just hold, especially brothers like us with stature that's tall and yeah. then we look the way we do. And it's just like, just gods on earth, walking on earth. You know what I mean? We just here, we, we really gods on earth, man. True. So, uh, I'm with that. Thanks, man. Hundred percent with that. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. that. We I appreciate too, so. that, man. Bringing us back to that question, I yeah. completely forgot. Yeah, man, it's empowerment. Like it, it's you know we we educate our our listeners and we we also empower our listeners too because we need we need more empowerment than anybody else. That's right. We didn't get it. That's right. Yeah. As much so. From our podcast, season one empowers you. Season two go take you to the next level of empowerment. Exactly. Yep. Listeners, matter of fact, I, I'd implore each of you to. Just take a few minutes yourselves and ask yourself that question. Ask yes. your loved ones that question. Identify what it is about yourself that you love. What is it about your skin color that you can't do without? And I think holding on to that will, will do nothing but help you keep on driving because with everything that we're facing out there and everything that's happening to us, you've got to have 
an inner drive. An inner drive. You've got to recognize your force. You got to find your worth and your value. And I think that's a, a good step to to take to to start getting there. And you are valuable. Absolutely. All Extremely. life is valuable, but Absolutely. you're not that I'm saying your life is more valuable than us, but you are definitely have value and kingship on your side. Absolutely. Because we, you know, we come from a we we have a lot of self-hatred in our mm. that comes in our up in our our lineage. Yeah. You know, and Understand we have to get past that. Built yeah. into it. Education, that's, you got to do your history, you know, learn and yeah. know that <laughs> This is no shame in this. Ask questions. So much of that was beaten and taught into us. That's right, brother. Absolutely right. All right, cool. Well, we're going to move on just a little bit. Uh, The entire basis of this show, and and honestly, I can't remember if we've shared this quote in any episode. I I think we probably have, but I I can't remember. So it won't hurt to reflect on it here. There, There are actually two. One you've never heard before, and one you have that have, from the very beginning, been the basis for this show. The first one I'll read, it's by James Baldwin, and it says, To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be enraged almost all the time. To be Negro in this country and relatively conscious conscious. is to be in a rage almost all the time. And personally, I remember that. I remember hearing you. Yeah, that. we 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 should cover. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. It's the base, so they can get it yep. again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that we have uttered a more true word on this podcast. If you think about the core, why we doing this podcast? Exactly. That's a great. If you if you listen to that quote, that is a that is a reason. It, it when I mention it, like it's therapeutic, it's mm-hmm. because the rage is actually there. When you start to understand what's been happening to us as people. Mm-hmm. There is rage, and if you are not enraged, there's probably you probably are not understanding what is actually happening to us, or what has happened to us before. So right. that is a core foundation of the reason that we started this podcast. Absolutely, mm. I mean there are like I, I feel that rage literally daily. It's, daily. it's something you have to fight daily. to control yep. in our everyday activity. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but. With all the new scenarios that we're seeing pop up, right? You know, Bodega Betty, uh, Golf Cart Gale, Corner Store Carolyn, all these incidents. The woman who followed the brother all the way to his front door in his apartment building, saw him with the key, and then called the police on him. Like, it's happening time after time after time. It is enraging to see the same thing happen and be and feel almost powerless to change it. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely get that. But I guarantee you the strategies that we we talk about on the show mm-hmm. can help neutralize some of that. But I love the fact that there's so many people that are now beginning to broadcast what has been happening to us time and time again. Yeah. So now it's like, now it's on us. Like, hey, we see what's going on. Right. How do we become more empowered to actually handle that to where it's not escalated into something crazy? Absolutely. So one thing I want to do is, you've heard it said by James Baldwin. Now I want you to hear it said in a different manner by Tupac. And so this particular quote, which you'll actually hear Tupac read, or sorry, Tupac say, was the other half of the basis for this show. And I, I actually don't think I've told anyone, even you all, like that piece of it. So why he, can we play that clip real quick? So check this out before we play this clip. So my 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 uh black shit question was not a wild black shit question was not <laughs> that wasn't like we didn't tee that up. This is this is like off the cuff right here. So exactly. I like that. 
<laughs> yes. My raps are filled with rage. One of these days, we gotta bust back for the homies. You have to be logical. You know, if, if I know that in this hotel room, they have food every day, and I'm knocked on the door every day to eat, and they tell, and they open the door, let me see the, the party, let me see, like, them throwing salami all over the, I mean, just, like, throwing food around, where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day, I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week, that song is going to change the, we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me a little food, and we're breaking out the door. And after a year, you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting, you know what I'm saying? It's like you hungry, you reached your level, you don't want any more. We asked 10 years ago. We was asking with the Panthers. We was asking with them, you know, with civil rights movement. We was asking, you know, now, now those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? Ask. I put my gun away and grab my AK. It's getting hectic. I can't call it. I'm full of alcoholics. Now a nigga's under pressure. So real quick, we're going to get reactions on that. But I do want to say shout out to Thomas. I know that's your, that's your favorite little quote there. We talked about it many times. And now we're going to talk about it on Wild Black. All right, what'd you think of that, bro? Yeah, I, I, there's no thoughts, man. I, I, I can't. If you listen to what he's saying, like he's giving you like a history lesson as to to the game of of how we've been treated for a really long time, and it's the escalation of the game to like where we've gotten to to a point where I'm not asking anymore. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm kicking down the door and I'm trying to eat. And eat eating is 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 a metaphor. It could yeah. be, you know, food or it could be knowledge or it could be just it's being fucking survival. Complete, just utter survival and ability to take care of my family. Right. Like like oppression is what that is all about. Like what oppression is is what he's explaining. And what in order to fight oppression, it is not a passive fight. That's it's right. an active fight. That's right. And the active fight, generally for our people, people of color, comes from us going through something, and it forces us to become militant or forces us to become more active in the in the search for freedom or, or search for equality right. is probably the better word. And I think that encapsulates that in a very good way where it's really simple for you to kind of see the progression of it. And he even gives you a, a, a time horizon. Right? Right. He even says, hey, in a year, right. it looks like this, right? Where if you think about it, 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 if it takes us a year to get to that point, my opinion personally is that's too fucking long. Right. But that is, like, this is not a journey for the swift. This is a journey that takes time. And we got to understand that time is... We've had the time, so now it's time for us to demand what we want and, yeah. and and go after it and be aggressive and going after it. Not necessarily being militant, but being smart about it now at this point. So right. that's, that's, you know, I, I like that. I'm, I'm glad that that was one yeah. that popped up. It actually, it makes me think I need to bring a biggie quote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to balance but, it out. Right, 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 right. But no, that's a, that's a great, that's a great, that's a great one. That's a great one. Tupac was a great storyteller. That was a hell of a story. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wahid, you were, you were over there rapping. You were in it. What, so what do you think? Well, I, I just want to piggyback off of what um, Art said is that it's funny because you said what we want, but it's like, what do we want? What, equality? Do we want, 
you know, I, I mean, we all know what we want individually, but when we, the, the, when we say we, it's a collective whole. And my biggest right. issue about our people is that <clears throat> till this day, we still don't stick together. Exactly. That bothers me. That breaks my heart the yep. most, man. Yep. And it's like, I can't, yeah, I get it. Slap me. I'm not turning the cheek. I'm fucking you up. Right. You know, I'm getting minds out here, but it's always I, I, I ego based, you know? Fuck that way. Because one thing we have as a people is we have pain. We're, we're angry, you know? Yes, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, I know, look at the world we live in, but I'm saying us as a people, right. oppression, us as a people, yeah. our experiences, everything we're talking about with social media, all this craziness going on that right. people are sh taking pictures and video. That's, we're, we're angry. Rage. Yeah. We're angry. It's, it's that rage. It's that rage. We're tired. It's, it's that's why that damn James Baldwin yeah. is so and We're relevant. angry, man. And the yeah. thing is, we're angry at ourselves. We're angry at each other. But all that, everything said, we're still not sticking together. Yeah. And that's that's a fault. That's a fault. We I mean, haven't figured piece, that out yet. Yeah. Yep. I, you, Jim you, Crow. You hit, you hit the nail on the yeah. head. Like, so, once Willie we Lynch, figure yeah. out. I mean, I, that's what, I'm sorry. Willie Lynch. I'm with you. It's both. Yeah, it's both. Yeah, it's yeah, no, Willie Lynch. Yep, Willie Lynch, though. He, he had the formula. Both. It's like the separation from Jim Crow. Yeah. And then it's no, but the Willie whole Willie Lynch letter. Syndrome, yeah. I mean, systematically, the 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 game has been constructed for us not to actually yeah to lose, <laughs> and not and for us specifically not to to collaborate yeah. and be together mm -hmm. and well, operate that then way. Then we dominate. So, but once we do that, though, mm -hmm. that's I mean that's one of the keys to what's going to make us progressively successful. Like that's that's like an accelerant. Yeah, is when we can figure that out. And my my thing, brother, and I know you want to get we want to get to you, but you're good. I, I really that's what we're here for. Our people, mm -hmm. biggest obstacle is learning how to stick together. We have plenty of education. The internet's here, information age. Mm -hmm. We know how to read. We know how to get. We know how to do this thing. We we definitely entrepreneurs. We have the entrepreneur spirit. Yeah, we definitely go getters and and make it happen. But when it comes to that sticking together, and that's why I support you, brothers, man. I mean. Outside of a creating revenue, you know, I right. support which I, I, I'm I'm bought into the to the team, yeah, to the the mission. The whole thing is that Tupac, I feel you, yo. We asking, we asking, why are we asking in the first place? Right. Fuck you. Right. I don't want to be a part of your shit. You know, if you love me, I like as a human being, I'll love you back, or I'll love you first, love me back. We can get paid together. Yeah. I love that. I love, 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 love you. Let's first. get paid. I love that. Let's get paid. Let's let's change world. Let's love. But if you don't want to love me, you know what I'm saying? You don't. I'm loving you. You don't reciprocate it back like like human beings. We're playing by two different rules. Fuck you. I got to get mines, and I want to get it with my people. And with that, man, what I think about that, um, I go back to to James Baldwin, and when he talks about to be relatively conscious is to be enraged. And one of the first words Tupac says was rage. Mm -hmm. And so what that tells you is on the spectrum of where he is as a man, he has become relatively conscious and therefore he is now enraged. And what that means is when you are relatively conscious, that means you are awake, you are aware of what's happening. You are no longer walking in the in the darkness. You have been unplugged from the matrix, so right. to speak. Right? Yeah. And you are awake. Your eyes have been open, open to the yeah. game. Right. Yep. Now you you see exactly what's happening around you and you have any soul or any compassion. You can't help but to be angry. 
And like that's 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 the connective tissue between those two for me. Well, he you brought up a hell of a point. Because if you think about what Tupac says about the fourth go-round, I'm not asking. I'm breaking down the door. I'm coming through black. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. I asked that I'm taking what's mine, probably what's yours too, because I've been out in this cold for so long. But the point you made about the team, basically, if Pac or any individual does that, that individual loses. And that's the story of Nat Turner, right? Oh, yeah. As an individual with a very small team, he lost because the rest of his team was still at home. Yeah. They didn't come out for whatever reason. They were still plugged into the Matrix. They they still had their blinders on. They were not relatively conscious yet because conscious is the trigger. Once you're conscious, yeah. you can't help but be rageful. Once you're rageful, you can't help but act. So, so check this out. Keep yeah. that thought. What if Biggie and Pac was together in a collaboration? Man, that, that guy could have been strong. Well, look what they did Same separately. Yeah. Look yeah. what they did Correct. separately. Think if they yeah. came Collectively. together. Mm-hmm. Change. How That's much of a unification of, uh, of the culture? Right. Instead of the East see. and West fighting, it had been the East and West fighting together. Conquer. Right, conquer. I like that. But it, make, it makes me think, we talk about us as a people and the strength that comes from our power. And I use the NFL as, a, as an example, right? That's an example for both. It's an example that collectively we can't come together and harness the power of our dollars to impact this organization. Which, by the way, because of the power of the black man together as a team, the NFL wins. They are 70% black from the players, from the workhorse, from the force, from the revenue arms, 70% black. That's the collective power that we have as a people that when we don't unite, when we don't work together, we don't use. We yeah. don't capitalize. We on don't it. we don't understand how to leverage power. Right. Like we haven't figured that out yet because we don't we don't to Wahid's point, we don't we don't know how to collaborate together. So we can't leverage our power to make a bigger impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. haven't figured it out yet, but it, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's but, coming. But when somebody gives you an advance or $20 million, I feel like they're buying your silence. They're buying your tongue. Absolutely. I never seen a, I never seen one of these major contracts like the NFL, NBA, Major League. So out of all of these players in the United States, so just the United States, on all these different leagues, nobody has an opinion about anything. Right. So, I feel like they're being bought and paid for personally because like you said, is harnessing the power. I feel that, but there's nobody that's semi-conscious like, I get it. You know, you got money. Everything's getting thrown at you. You're young. Yeah. 
It's, but, that, it's the well, threat it's of individual failure. Yeah, but control, the controlling right. is the contract. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. need to start our we, own we, we'll dangle the, We'll dangle your livelihood in front of you. Yeah. But it's an unspoken rule. You get too far out of line, it will we'll find you. a way to remove this, yeah. i.e. Kaepernick. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happened to him. Yeah. The dangle didn't work. He spoke. They took the dangle back, and they thought it would crush him. He found another way. And he empowered. Like, right. he, he became, He's probably like the only one. Right. And, I mean, and going back, you can't do it by yourself. Well, actually, no, because uh, Muhammad Ali definitely flexed on everyone. Right. Now, Muhammad now, Ali is probably like the golden. He the OG. Of he's the OG, yeah. On, in the sports game. But, but and he, you he had think a better it, team, too. Correct. And that's a single. A better foundation, yeah. Right. That's a single. That's that's not a, a sport where there's like a team and a manager and a general manager. and a. Yeah, he him. is the, mm-hmm. the entity. He is what yeah. everyone's paying to see. He's and, the brand. And he found, he's the brand, yeah. He Correct. found another brand to surround himself with mm-hmm. in order to empower. And they formed that team, and it was yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. And but what, we missed that today. Yeah, in the NFL, NBA, um, wherever, we're, we're, we, we have a strong force. We, to the point, to the initial point, because I don't want to get away from that. Yeah. It's us figuring out how to use that collective force. Right, we all have a commonality, right, and that's a certain amount of either melanin or a certain amount of thought processes. Um, that's what we got to figure out. Once we figure that out, it I think things will become a lot easier. Absolutely, I think we got to figure that out, but it, it will take time. Collaboration is not that's probably one of the most difficult forces to harness in the world, but but figuring that out is what we got to do. Yeah. Like that's that's I think one of the big triggers. And I want to I want to take a second and. And we have what I've learned is that we have a decent number of white listeners, white supporters, and white white people who are watching and paying attention. And we also have those who would love to see us shut up and fail. And so I want to be real specific when I when I speak to the ones who are listening and supporting us. Right, keep doing it. Like we we enjoy you being here. If you look at historically what's happened in this country and other countries from a civil rights and from a human rights perspective. We've never won alone. So going back to the team, right? The team has to be bigger than even one race. So I, I do want to be very specific in that. The message I have for you all, because I get asked oftentimes, how do I help? And I can't answer that question on an individual level. But what I can say is you can get behind us and push. You can get in front of us and pull. But don't get in front of us and stand still. Because that's when things happen, right? Because we are not going to stop this momentum if you stand in front of us and you choose to hold your hands up and blockade us or you choose to not move with us, you you end up getting run over. You get Peter rolled. Right. And and it's our intention is not bad towards you. We we want you to be there. We want you to help. I had a I had an exchange with a, a guy on our Instagram page just today and he came through the door telling me what he believed and he didn't think this was the case. And we simply had a conversation. It was probably ten messages long and by the time that that message was over he was listening to the show. An hour wow. later, he was sending me notes saying, I did not know that. I didn't hear this before. Thank you for sharing. And it's not the first time it's happened. So yeah. keep in mind, like, the show is called Wild Black. Mm-hmm. But in order for us to be Wild Black in this country, we need you white people, Asian people. Like, collectively, we need each other to make this thing really, really work. But please understand, we'll keep fighting and pushing whether you're here or not. That's all I'll say on that one. Yeah. And 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 to the initial point is we appreciate any 
human being who is on the righteousness in the right side of humanity. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. that, How that, can you not? That is, Absolutely. that is the focus. So if, if you are a person that is non-color and you are listening, we appreciate you. Don't, don't think that this is just all about us. It's all about everyone who believes that equality is what we should be striving after. Absolutely. So, you you are our listener. You are our our key constituent. We appreciate that. the 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 game is not going to stop, right? We're going to continue to push. We're going to continue to 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 make progress. We're going to continue to educate everybody of what it means to be black and 100%. what it means to live while being black. We want two things: equality. We don't want what you have. We want what we're owed. We want equality. Yeah. And honestly, we want equity in order to help bridge the gap and fill the gap from where we've been pushed down and oppressed before. Those are the two things we want. Yep. That's what anyone wants. We all should want that. Yeah. It makes us better. It's a basic it human us, right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, it makes us all better. Mm-hmm. When we start to understand that, we will grow as a people, we'll grow as a nation, we'll grow as a country, and we'll grow as a world. Cool. All right, well, let's let's jump into um, the few questions that we have. I, I'll kick it off, and let's just kind of volley this thing around. So first question. Does wild black still need to exist? No doubt. No Why? doubt. No doubt. One, for for so selfish reasons, and and I've I've consulted with a few of our listeners who have decided to share their perspective and feedback. Right. It's therapeutic. We need to understand that other people think the same things in the same ways that we think. Because mainstream media is not gonna be as raw as wild black. Mainstream media is not going to tell you what the real looks like. Mainstream media is not going to tell you, give you the perspective of a black lawyer or or a corrections officer or someone who is is an author who has a publishing company who's black. Like you 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 won't get that in the mainstream media, or you won't get the fact that black men are actually stepping up to the plate in tremendous numbers. Like that's not what you're going to see, but you're going to hear it at Wild Black. Amen. You're gonna hear, you're gonna get that message. You're gonna get the realness of what's happening around the nation and around the country about black people. So is it do we do we need to continue? Do we need to do we need wild black? Absolutely. We need more wild black. We need more listeners to wild black. We need more subscribers. We need more people pushing the message that's empowering us to be even better. People, yeah, we got we. I mean, we got to have it. We got to have. It. Yeah. Why well, he? Do you want to answer? Or you want me to go, brother? Oh, well, we definitely need. Well, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> He's like, did you really ask me that? Question? Is that a, yeah. That's not a real question. I mean, the biggest thing, like you said, brother, is just to let people know that you're not alone, and the struggle, how you feel, the anger. You're not the only one that's angry, and you have the right to feel angry. You have the right to feel. Whatever you feel, you feel like the world is against you. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Right. Maybe you're at the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, but the thing is, is that, like you said, mainstream media, all they're pushing is lack, famine, you know, scarcity, fear. Yeah. You know, we want to empower. Right. We want this. This shows an empowerment show. And right. it's, and it's, and again, it's like we, you, you can't say, hey, we don't stick together, and then not continue to put on a show like this. Yeah, I'm with you. For me, it's, you know, I think it's it's really twofold. So as long as there are, you heard me mention it early, as long as there are the Bodega Bettys and the Golf Cart Gales and the, the Corner Store Carolins, as long as there's 
the fight over kneeling in the NFL, as long as there is, are buses of senior citizens, black senior citizens in Georgia being pulled over because the bus supposedly doesn't have the right paperwork to take them to go vote, as long as there's gentrification, as long as there is um, civil rights issues, as long as there any of this stuff is going, as long as there's oppression and, and bias and bigotry and racism, like, wild blood has to be here. Like, yeah. to, your point, be. to your point, Art, like, we are, we are offering real-life advice, success strategies from industry experts who are studied, experienced, and who do this for a living. Right, we're giving that. They live it. And they then the flip it. side, black folks, as long as you need awareness, real news, inspiration, as long as you need a help up, as long as you need advice, as long as you need a helping hand, like that is what we are here for. And then to the, the country, until the country is balanced in the way it should be, until everyone who hears my voice or doesn't hear my voice can appreciate the contributions that each race, each group of people has made and not push one down or pull one up simply because they tend to look like you or speak like you or think like you. Until that has changed, then fucking right, Wild Black has a place and it should be around here. And until that happens, we'll keep screaming. Keep pushing. Yeah. All right, question two. What was your favorite episode from season one? Man. Listen, 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 Waheed, listen, Waheed hit that one first. Waheed, what do you think, bro? Damn, man. <laughs> you know, I know all the seasons. I, I got them all memorized. When, when, I, when I thought all. about this question, like, it's not even really fair because technically, listeners, we've got, what, three episodes that haven't even released yet. Right. <laughs> it's tough. I, I mean, that is, man. You know, no BS. You know, I could just throw something out there. Right. You know? I mean, it if I was on th- hard I could easily say Eklund and be like, drop the mic. Right. You know, but. Eklund was so dope. You had the yep, brother Zoe. You had Zoe. You had the, you know, you mm. had, you know, on a mm. community base, you got the brother, um, the power in the skin. Mac. Mac, Mac was heavy. Yeah. And articulate. And, Andrea um, came through and hit us with some. Real estate advice, Sharon. history. Oh, Sharon! Oh, man. So Sharon was, and yeah. her, her her wisdom, man, oh. brother. I I can't go there, man. I mean, I, I'll 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 start picking apart each show and telling you the guest name. I I can't pick one. I'm sorry. All right. Some questions are unfair questions, <laughs> listeners. And, and, and if you've heard all our episodes... I'm not going out like that, wild black listeners. I'm not going out like that. Right. I just give a shout out to all of our experts and all of mm. our guest speakers and all Amen. of our folks who've, who've contributed to to making Wild Black such a big success. Um, kudos to every single one of you who've impacted and made a difference in... in our listeners' lives. Um, a favorite is is you can easily you can easily just pick one, each right? Show, say, oh, man, yeah, man. man. It, Damn it, show. But it's it's pieces of each one that actually comprehensively give you something. Um, so I honestly don't have a favorite one episode. Like I have favorite components of each, each episode. Exactly. Yeah, they all yeah. fit together you know like a puzzle. Yeah. It, it, puzzle. Yeah. Like if you if you stepped back from it and you just looked at it, you could narrate a story of why each episode is impactful to 100. you. One hundred, you could. So all of them are my favorite. So I've got a little bit different answer, and like I I agree. Like I cannot sit here and say this was my favorite show, but what I can say is I have an affinity for the show we did with Eklund. 
But Heckling was a dope show. I have a very, very specific reason. And, and that reason is, I can't say it's my favorite show because, like, it's like, which is your favorite child? Like, I literally yeah. cannot tell you that. But because of your son, yeah, it's 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 so tough. It's like how do you how do you say you know which and one? Eklund was one of our no, first. But... Wait, wait, wait. Was Eklund our first? Yeah, she was our very first guest. Oh, so but, so, but the reason why for me like is your because first love. at State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures in collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League. State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Of your first, I mean, you, right. you, it yes, might not, you don't know if it's the child. best, it's always yeah. will be there. Yep. Yep. But for me, it's like she was our first guest ever. Yep. She was a great guest. But when I was dreaming up Wild Black, the episode I kept hearing in my head that pushed me to go out and do this was Eklund's episode. It was all about mm. how can I help brothers and sisters stop getting killed by police at traffic stops. And like that, 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 was, that was the kickoff for what became Wild Black because I would be racking my brain like how do I keep myself safe? How do I help other brothers and sisters stay safe? And then it turned into questions like, I don't even know the right things to do. And I, and I feel like I'm a smart brother, but yeah. I don't even know. So I can't say which is my favorite episode, but I can absolutely say that Eklund's episode has a very special place in my heart and mind because it was the kickoff for me. Yeah, I had a sorry answer. Or, or like, I don't know. But I, I'll say this, brother. <laughs> Your answer was real. I'll say this a little more educated here. Sound educated <laughs> answer. It depends on the mood or the feeling I'm in because Wild yeah. Black has so many components and emotional components. So that depending is, on how I'm true. feeling and which episode that resonates with me or if I already know them all and then I'm like, I need to hear this again. I'm feeling some type of way. Yeah. That's going to be my favorite at that time, depending on what my emotional that's a good point. Status, state is. I say so, this. So check this out. So your emotional state currently with your favorite <laughs> He opened himself up for that one. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Shit, I'm thinking. here. I'm right, I'm right here in the present, baby. I'm right here right now, man. Episode so, what, so seventeen. That, yeah. <laughs> this this one seventeen episodes. This one feels right too. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah. I will say, the one episode I cannot listen to is uh, Doctor Sakina, the mm. one where we were talking about like our mental stability, and it's because that one was right after the Antoine Rose shooting. I had my son reading the poem. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't oh, yeah, listen to yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, yeah. That one's too, too hard. Yeah, too close to home. Too hard. Just too close. Man. Now, let's talk, let's talk about listening feedback. So, for me, the most interesting feedback I've gotten from listeners was about uh, Broad on uh, the prison episode. Mm. Oh, yeah. Man, I have yeah. gotten so much. Like, they all start the same way. Yo, I'm never going to jail. I'm or, I can't I'm do scared it. straight. I can't. Do I can't. It. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Which is, oh, that was the whole point. Like that's that's what hits, we want. It hits the message of why we doing the show. Yes, 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 yes. That's a great one. Yeah, I like it when it's people one tell of the me, seventeen great. Correct. Ones. Yeah, it's it's like when people it's tell like me that. it's therapeutic and like it helps them. The comment that 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 touched me the most is, 
when we didn't drop the Sunday. Yes. Oh, like yeah. we normally drop. Yeah. And like people, people missed it. Like, like it's almost like, hey, it's becoming a piece of how I operate and get prepared for the week. Yeah. And I and and I missed that episode, right? Or I missed that release. Like that, that, that's that's a strong message around the impact and the power that the that the 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 content has on helping us cope and helping us. And, and I, I go back to when I hear things being therapeutic and it, it, it helps us, it helps us get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we, yeah, we, yeah, we put, we're putting content too. out there that people look forward to. Absolutely. Look forward to, yeah. you know, turning into and listening to and Absolutely. really being engaged. Who would have thunk it? Man, that that Sunday we missed, grateful. I had, so I, I hate I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, brother, if you're hearing this. He hit me up. He was like... Um, we had a couple. Yeah, we did. But this, this one stuck with me. He was like, I quit watching football because mm. of this show. In return, he said, this was what I did on Sundays. This set me up for the week. This got me through the week. And he hit me up, I think, three times that week. Is the episode ready? Is the episode coming out? I was like, "We, it's going, it's going to come out on Sunday, just... I might sneak it out on Saturday if I can, but yeah, yeah, that, that, that yep. felt good. It felt good to 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 be missed and, and still see the numbers looking good with without dropping a new episode. Yeah, the impact. Hey, for anybody, everybody out there that was tripping, <laughs> sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It was the com- it was the computer. Was the computer. But, yeah, we. We got a new one it was now. A, it was a system malfunction. Right. We yeah. are victims yeah. of technology. Yeah. We good. We good. It, it we good, man. We good. To the best of us. For season two. Oh, man. The lineup. Yeah. Like, it ain't. And it's not even done. That's what's crazy. We haven't even. The way it's curated, the way Vince has invested the amount of effort in, into some of the things that are mm. coming up. And that the way that that art myself is going to invest into mm-hmm. it, and, and also the things that that you know are, are wonderful. Wahid is is cooking up. I mean, it, it progressiveness of content quality and an appreciation for you is what I think I'm most excited about. You can do something one or two times, and you can be like, "Oh yeah, that was cool. It worked out," you know. But then when you have a commitment to actually continuing, and then you start in season two. That's a statement. That says, hey, it makes an impact. People want to hear it. That's a motivation. So the motivation kicks us up to another level, right? So the second level for season two, hell, I'm, I'm, shit, I'm, it's like I'm playing a video game or something. I don't even play video games. Level up. When you leveling up, like you, you getting better, you improving, you learning, you growing. That's what we all should be striving for. So I'm crazy optimistic and excited about, season two because of just what we got in store for our listeners and what we got in store from a growth standpoint for us and our listeners yeah. and from the folks that we don't have on man i'm i'm super giddy excited about what we about to we'll be about to hit them with and they should be too so it's gonna be some yeah, it's gonna be hot we know it's popping but yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's stuff cooking in the lab like people say that but no it's really it's stuff really happening <laughs> yes Yes. Yeah. Well, he, what do you think, bro? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the just a whole new group of guests, new energy. Um, but th- that doesn't take away from the guests the previous episode. I right. just think um, I'm just looking forward towards the new energy, the whole new vibe. Going to be in a different room in the studio, bigger room. Oh, that's where it's going to feel different, it's laid feel, out, it's be tight, yep. plush, yep. comfortable. Yep. Our whole vibe new energy. Gonna be different. It's good. It, oh. 
Yeah, we're in one room now. We, this room will still be here, but we'll be in another room. Yeah. With a whole new energy and and just meeting new people. Yeah. I mean, I've connected with all these guests that came through, exchanged contact information. It's just beautiful. Continue to meet Amazing new spirits, yeah. other spirits. And I'm and I just so grateful to be a part of this and, and, and watch it. You know, go from when the phone rang and right. I was talking to his brother and he's like grilling me with a million questions. Like, who's this cat? This is a prank call. Like, he's another engineer and shit. <laughs> this guy got a studio. He's vetting me out. <laughs> he's doing market research for real, you know. But to, to, from that, then he said, you know, I got my partner. I'm going to bring him over. And we come over, we, you know. Yeah. And, and then to it was good right from now, the first moment. man. Yeah. And all these great guys. It's just, it was meant to be, man. I just look forward to what else the universe is going to bring forth. Yeah, true. I'm looking forward to one thing. I'm looking forward to continuing to give you, the listener, information and strategy so that you can go out there and keep winning. That is literally all I'm winning. looking for. Like, win, win, as win, long win. As, the, as long as the guests are credible, they're telling amazing stories that reach you, impact you, and teach you, that is all I want to do. That is the entire reason why this show started. And I hope to God that it's working for you. And I hope to God that you continue to listen and that you love it. So, brothers, before we close out, any last words? On the season two, progress, progress, progress. Win, 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 win. Empowerment. That's what we're here for. That's what you, yeah. you, you're getting from this. And we, we want to hear some feedback. Give us some feedback. Share share what is your thoughts. Share what is your experiences. Share with us how you feel about the content. Well, hey, you we got anything? Man, I just want to say that just let's spread this love around, man. We got too many differences. Just because we got different skin colors or we look one, somebody's taller, some shorter, all these differences, we're not that different. True. I mean, this is why black, but we need more love, man. Right. All this craziness, all this hatred and division that's continuing to go on. This show is based around love. We all doing it for love. These brothers drive here. They 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 stop what they're doing. They you know take time out of their day to drive and deal with this Atlanta traffic and it's crazy sacrifice. It's you know everyone's sacrificing to do this show, man. And it's it's great. I just want to say, guys, just spread the love, man. Please stop all this hate, man. That's the only way we need love. We need more self respect, and we need to love each other. True. Um, and I want to pre- I want to say thanks, brothers, for letting me uh, be a part of your vision and just be be, be on the show, man. It's a great opportunity. I, man, I really appreciate it. Real talk, we appreciate you play such a big role, man. The sound is so important and thank so you. good. Thank you, and and thank you to the listeners, man. The listeners and the supporters and all the people that take time to like. Share and contribute. Yeah, thank you. And let us know what we can do better. Let us know. You know. And listen, I just I just have one thing. I just want to tell you thank you. Like we we started this with you in mind, and based on the feedback we're getting, like it's helping you, and you are relating, and you are de-stressing, and feeling relieved, and learning, and that's all we really want. So, with that. I want to close it out, but I want to throw a quick reminder out there because a couple of people have hit me up about wanting to do their own podcast or asking questions or whatnot. And the first thing I'm going to tell you is jump out there and do a lot of research. But all bullshit aside, come holler at Wahid. Like, we came through the door with some information and some questions. 
and he helped us out. Hit him up at drsatl.com and come get some of this quality. We'll mm-hmm. catch you in season two. Peace. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.